So, Mikey, am I talking funny? I, I've just been to the dentist. Have you? I, well, I have bad teeth. I've always had bad teeth. I don't know why. Now I'm staring at your teeth. I'm, I'm blaming my parents because as a child, I was never told to brush my teeth. What? Ever. I was never told to brush my teeth. It's like fundamental. Well, correct. I Wipe would, your bum, brush your teeth. I was never Not told. In that order. Never told. Never brushed my teeth. And as at about from about 16 to 20, I've had root canal on every back tooth. I've oh. had every filling. It was enough in that time of my life to scare the shit out of me yeah. that I now anal about brushing my teeth. I know I don't have beautiful teeth, but I'm anal about brushing my teeth. Right. So for all those years, I never had any problem at all. So I went through 25 years of not going to a dentist. Problem is I didn't go to a dentist. Yeah, yeah. I'd say so. All of a sudden now I'm having teeth problems. Like I've had two teeth pulled out next to each other at the back. They're pulling out of my gums. So it turns out smoking cigarettes is really bad for your people. It's no. Correct. So not only is it Sorry, I'm just big noting the Your fact blood, right your heart, your, Alpha. Your, your lungs. It also makes your gums recede. And you stink. So, so your teeth start falling out. And you stink. Don't forget the stinky part. Oh, fuck the smell. I hated being near you when you smoked. It was the worst. And now you're clean and I love it. Lots of people. I remember being a hairdresser and someone would come in and go, oh, I don't mind who cuts my hair, but the two smokers. So I actually had people that would say they don't care who cuts their hair, but the two smokers. Yeah, it makes me get all vomity. Like yeah, and lethargic. I thought, how do you smell it? I had a spray and a bit of chewing gum, but... Yeah, all the smokers think that that's going to mask Correct. it. And it's I look lipstick back, on a pig. Think, were my parents that stupid? I mean, I used to smoke in the toilet as a 14-year-old, really? trying to blow it out the window. Now I think, how dumb of me. Yeah, but your parents also didn't make you brush your teeth. I don't think they cared. I think they knew I was probably smoking, but it was easier to just not confront me. Sure. Yeah, because I was... You're a record checker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you went to the dentist to get some... So I went to the dentist, and I'm not very good at the dentist. So I've been to this dentist before, about two or three years ago, and I got up and walked out and called them money-hungry, horrible people who were... look. I said to this woman, I have very sensitive teeth. I don't like it. I'm scared. And then they stick sticks up your mouth in between your teeth and your gums. Like they're measuring your gums to show uh. you which one's receded. And I said to her, it hurts. She goes, oh, I know it's okay. And she kept telling me it was okay. And I'm like, it hurts. It it hurts. Oh, it's okay. And I, I went off. Like, how dare you tell me that it's okay? I'm telling you it hurts. Stop. Yeah, right? no, it, established boundaries, I respect it. Yeah, and so full on ripped into I'm him. laughing because you're hilarious yeah. when you tell the story. And then I left and thing. told the, them that they were just money-hungry bastards, um, <laughs> that you were scamming. I was in that much pain. Well, so you went to the same dentist that you did this to? Well, Wayne still goes to the dentist and he said they're very nice. <laughs> and they always get concerned about me not coming and that being nervous. Look. They rang up and apologised. I spoke to the area manager who apologised profusely and because I told him I was going to tell Google that they were you're just... You're such a you. Karen. Oh, <laughs> my God. But how dare, when you're in pain, someone says, it's okay. Why, they've already got the hands and things in your mouth. You're laying back. What can you do? Like, it's so... You've lost control. They should be saying, "Should I, can I take a break? Do you want me to take a Correct. break? Correct. Yeah, I or agree. Or I said straight up, give me a needle. Like, no, oh, no, no, we'll get this done quick. Numbing cream or something. Yeah. yeah like, and they... I know. You do it all the time And I'm a sook Yeah So in the last two years I've been to hospital First time ever In 30 years To a dentist First time ever In 30 years And giving blood What five or six times Or 12 times Yeah So I've had The doctor I go to I love to But I can't go to His pathologist anymore Because I've Really upset them. Isn't that your second? Well, I was going to say the dentistry Is not your first walk oh, out yeah, no, It's no, your no. second or third This it's year like my third This yeah. year <laughs> So 
Even Dr. Reed thinks it's funny. He says she's really good. But I said to her, the first thing I went in there, I said, I'm giving blood. I'm really nervous. I get scared. It's all okay. She goes, oh, well, do I need to get the doctor? Something about, can I? I said, well, I don't know, sweetheart. You're not giving me much confidence. confidence. Yeah. You know, I want you to, I like people that go, it's okay. I've done this a hundred times. Sure. Lay back and suck it. So that's usually. But I sent this woman into conniptions because I was so nervous. That eventually, I actually left. I wouldn't let her t- keep taking my blood. Oh. I told her I had no faith and confidence in her. Stand back from the needle or you'll be eating the needle. Then How do you come up with that <laughs> on the fly? You'll eat it. Jesus. I, she's so just aggressive. coming at me. I was thinking, because I probably would have said, I'll shove that up your fucking ass and realise that it's probably rude to say that to a trained professional. Oh, well, yeah, so I stopped myself in the middle and kind of, and then I try to make it nice but nasty. Like, yeah, you'll end up eating that needle. Like, I'm, I think that's almost more aggressive than the ass thing I'll be honest no, with you no I think I would have you said, sound like a br- aggressive British man like oh you be eating the needle there champ <laughs> it's aggressive <laughs> and where was I? oh that's right then I went and had my bone marrow test so yep. they had to drill into my bone they'd lied to me about well look they don't lie I don't listen to the whole conversation I didn't <laughs> so I get there and they the drill and everything and I was like no way in hell you're not drilling me and he yeah. goes well what do you think we're going to do and I go well to be honest I didn't think yeah. But now I see there's a drill. I'm not totally asleep. You're not drilling my leg. It's yeah. like I'm out. So I got up out. They had to stop me because they said if I opened the door to the theatre, it would it would have been dirty and then we wouldn't have been able to use it and do the – I'd oh, have to come okay. back. So I was yeah. like, ugh. So we did. And I apologised to the man later. I actually called the doctor, the professor, said, <laughs> you're a lying prick and you'll probably say anything to someone just so you can buy another Mercedes. Oh, my gosh. Tom, he actually Tom. said, when I went there two weeks later to apologise and have them, he said, no, my wife was really happy you insulted me like that. She reckons it was the best thing he'd ever heard. Oh, because <laughs> she watched your goggle box. Yeah, she <laughs> thought, I'm so glad. Oh, yeah, and I thought, well, you told me I'd be asleep. because well, you'll be sleepy. And as far as I was concerned, he was just lying to me. Right. But it turned out Wayne and Dr. Reed had said that to me, knowing that if I was going to be fully awake, there's no way in hell they would have got me in there. Okay. So then I go off and had to have more tests. And as the anesthetist tapped me on the arm to, like, give me the needle to put me to sleep, my leg kicked in the air and I kicked his tray. So with all these instruments oh, no. across the thing. Like, full on, but the the... Like, ah, the nurses were ducking oh, the shit. No. And then I said to them, I got really upset and scared. I said, I don't trust you people now. You look angry. Because <laughs> they got angry. I said, no, I don't, I don't trust what you're going to do to me asleep. Could you fucking stand back? I was effing swearing. Because well. one nurse is trying to say, it's all right, sweetheart. You know, they're grabbing your arm and patting you. I'm like, don't fucking touch me. Move back. I said, you look angry. How the fuck am I going to trust you? Get me asleep. Oh, my yeah. God. Made him demanded everyone stand back from the bed. Yeah. Until I finally could calm down and one at a time could come near me again. Yeah. So I do make a scene. I'm so glad I haven't seen you in that state because it's, it's, it's scary. But I'm scared. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I'm such a – I don't – you shouldn't know that now. I don't like not having control. Uh, I don't yeah, like someone else driving. I don't like someone else paneling. I don't – I need to have my hands on control. Yeah. yeah no, I understand I don't that. trust anybody else. I get nervous with needles as well. I would Not to the point of I'm telling people that they're money-hungry pigs, but <laughs> I have had my doctor prescribe me Valium. So I get hopped up in Valium. It's kind of like a, it's an exciting time of my life whenever I have to get bloods done because I get to go to the doctor and say, hello, doctor, I'd like some Valiums, please. Because otherwise, when I go there, I get I, I meditate on the – I make sure I drink my water. Me too. And I meditate, and the blood doesn't flow good enough for them. So now I had to go to the doctor to get the Valium. And so now I go there all hopped up. And the last time I went there hopped up on Valium, I was so spaced out. I was like a child. And the lady, I came home and I woke up 
after the Valium had worn off and I'd fallen asleep. And there were stickers all up my arm. And I said to mum, mum, what just happened? Why am I covered in stickers? And she said, you asked the lady for stickers and a lollipop after the blood test. And then you took her, her book, whole book and started sticking yourself. See, I've, I've, they've given me Valium, but the moment the needle comes out, it's like I come out of it. It's like someone threw cold water over me and everything is just dropped. Boom, I'm gone. Wow. So I had a really bad tooth. So I went there and they got one taken out and they said, oh, the other one doesn't look good. And I said, don't fucking touch it, right? Just take out the one I told you. Mind your business. <laughs> then I had to go back there the next day because it was still really painful. You're an idiot. Which really hurt. And now I'm still, I'm still in pain. So I actually made the deal. By the time I went back for the second one, I was that worked up. I just wanted them to take all my teeth out, take them all out. I don't, I can't stand this teeth in business anymore. Correct. I just said, take them all out. Right. Then they talk me out of it that you don't need that type of stuff. But now I have to go there again on Tuesday and I'm going to be angry because they told me that I didn't need it, but I'm still in pain. So you're in trouble. Yeah. Can you record yourself having a go at these people just so we can see the true monster you are behind the scenes? <laughs> I'm not a monster. I just don't <laughs> like people taking advantage of me. I don't think they're trying to. I think they're trying to run a dental practice. Yeah, but I think doctors, they just get, they've got no sympathy, do they? It's just like they see so many sick people and it's like, oh, not another whinging 50-year-old man. Shut the hell up, you know? I assume it's hard not to be jaded, yeah. Yeah, I understand that. I want to be treated with kick gloves. Don't come near me. So every time I had a blood test, I've walked out of there. Even the doctors, when they drilled my frigging leg, I went, that didn't hurt. I didn't feel a bit of it. There was no pain. Stop carrying on like an idiot. Next month, I turn up for a blood test and I still carry on like an idiot. Yeah. Even though I have said to myself all month, it didn't hurt. It, yeah. there's no, it's a f- tiniest little pinch. You don't even feel it. Yeah, it's awful yeah. though. Even my COVID test, everyone's like, oh, it's like getting a, oh, sorry, the COVID jab. Oh. It's like, oh, it's like getting a punch in the arm. And I was like, it sucked. Mm. It was a punch in the arm and it sucked and I don't want another one. It felt awful. The nurse did mine too. And she goes, could you relax? The more you tense. And I go, well, I am relaxed. <laughs> like, like, and then I realised I was during this. You know, like, <laughs> Probably had her in a headlock as well. So the best thing I say when I get in there and even to the doctor's, or the nurse, they go, what, Ant? I go, make sure you take it for my left because I hit a lot harder with my right. <laughs> so if you hurt me, I need to make sure I hit you with the with my best arm. Oh, you're trying to make sure you're not – okay. That's yeah, I always say do it in my left arm because I hit better with my right. I remember one time I was going to get surgery done on my nipple. I was oh, getting, that's right. Is it got your boob? Here? Yeah, I was getting breast reduction surgery. We had some sort of bun, benign growth in my left titty growing at Were the time. Were you worried? I was in year 11 and 12 when it started growing and it was at its peak. I got it after schoolies of year 12. I wanted it before schoolies, but they said the recovery period was too long for me to get it done after exams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Schoolies. So I had a titty at schoolies. You need your boob job done after schoolies. My nip and tuck, yeah. Yeah. So I I got it done, but I remember when the doctor was explaining to me the surgery, halfway through I had to leave the room. I was about to vomit and I was woozy as bad, like near passing out. I can't do blood and that was... For the rest of it, because there was a tube that ran from my rib cage up to the nipple because I had to drain fluid, mm. which was really gross. After the operation? Yeah, because there's, no. there's, there was that much excess room. So there was, like, so much space. I'd grown a, a, an A cup. Like, I was at I was at boob size level here. I was nervous because it was painful to touch. Mm. Like, it was quite – I couldn't just pat it because yeah. that would hurt a lot. So I thought, even though it's benign, 
still nerve-wracking for me to have this painful thing well, on me. anyone that's going to cut you and put you under and... I wasn't nervous about the surgery. I was more nervous at what if it turned into something, you know? Like, I've got also the same, like, at the same point, I'm an 18-year-old and I'm about to go in my, my drinking and party years and I've got a titty growing. I don't really want a titty. <laughs> like, you could see it through a shirt. It was that noticeable that there was just a large yeah. lump. And, like, everything else was cut and there was that. So I got that done. I don't understand. If you went in for cosmetic surgery, you should have at least got him to do some other work. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to go that far, you might as well. When me and Wayne hadn't been together for long, we're living up near Byron Bay, so the kids were at school, and Wayne said, I found a dentist that gives you laughing gas. So they give you the gas before they give you the needle so you're really relaxed. It was probably one of the best dental experiences I thought was going to be great. So we arrived there and they put in the gas on me. This man was just rude. Like, not to me, to the poor girl that was helping him, the dental assistant. I mean, like, called her names, told her why nothing was ready. I'm wasting his time. And, like, full on while I'm laying there. And I end up saying, mate, you're really making me nervous, you know? Like, you're very aggressive. And he said, well, it's nothing to do with you. It's my business. I run it and all and I just remember being sick. So anyway, we had a fight, him and I. Then he checked my teeth and did stuff and told me I had needed this work that I never went back for because I thought you're a dickhead. <laughs> but Wayne was meant to pick me up. And now when I finished, he he just basically opened the door for me and sent me outside. Sent me out. So I've just come off post laughing gas, yeah. Post laughing gas needles sure, the whole sure. life. Next minute Wayne's arrived, no one could find me. The receptionist going, he's here. Then they found out that the dentist let me out the side door. I think he just wanted me to go because I called him every name under the sun. Of course. So Wayne found me crossing the highway at Byron Bay. I'm walking home. Had no idea high as a kite, walking out of there, walking down the street, trying to cross the highway. To get home. I've heard Wayne got really angry because we did ever went to that dentist again after yeah. that. But, yeah, Wayne went back. And I remember sitting in the car while Wayne went in. And Were you just the, being spaced out? Yeah, and ripped the dentist a new one. Because, I mean, really, I, I had no idea. The whole bad thing, duty of care. The whole idea was me to be sitting in the waiting room for a while to re- calm down. Yeah, he let me out the side door. If I was a dentist and I'd have to deal with you for a whole hour, <laughs> I'd let you out the side door as well. <laughs> so I'm worried. Now I'm getting old. Like I was whinging you know, the day to you that I got a mm. sore knee. Yeah. Like, what am I going to I've seen what they do to people. Well, put you down. Well, well I worked You're in a hospital. I told you I worked now. in a hospital once. You go in there and I had to clean the surgery and, and I go, there's hammers and chisels and saws. That's what they do. That's what they work on you. So if you need a, like a knee replacement, they're just sawing it and chiseling out a little bit. It looks like my grandfather's tool shed. Can't, can't I, I was I beside myself. I'm going to vomit. <laughs> Andy, what are you learnt? Oh, oh, I'm feeling dizzy. I'm not as, as worried about the dentist. I've never been really worried about the dentist, but blood and surgery and things like that, I'm exactly the same oh, as you, Mikey. He? It's, yeah, it's terrible. I don't feel good. But you know, if we come across an accident, I'm the person you want because mm. I am fantastic in a crisis. Mm. Yeah. So I could handle the blood, the guts, the scenario. I'd be really good. Boom. Organising people, knowing what to do. But the moment it's over, I'd be throwing up, sick, unable to walk. Really? Yeah. I can't even, just at the mere mention of it. I can't even watch someone getting eye drops. I'm <laughs> <laughs> my eyes water watching someone get eye drops. Me too. All I ever wanted to do was wear eyeliner. I couldn't even wear eyeliner. Don't forget to go follow Tom and Mikey on Instagram and Facebook at Tom and Mikey. Trust me, you don't want to miss out on the gossip. It only gets hotter. <laughs>